And now, with the help of a loop program, Waxwork Theme M. Hoping you won't be 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 Welcome to Cast and Wax. My name is Jordan White, and I have some exciting people with me today. Um, but what do I mean by that? Well, I have with me two people. If one is a cat, there's a cat who's with me. Um, does he count as a person? You decide. Uh, this is my cat's case. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. I I am fine. Well, I, I you know I hurt myself. I I, I like pulled a muscle or something. I, I have a painful leg situation. I don't I don't care about that, but. Are you able to go and walk to the kitchen and get moist food with it? Uh, no, not at all. No, sadly, no. So that sucks. You have to be put down. No, escape. That's not true. Um, okay. Before I get to the other person who's with me, uh, I do want to mention that we do have someone with us in spirit and in voice, uh, Mr. Roy Sinjin, again over Skype. Hello. Yes, I am here on the computer over the internet. Yes, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, and thank your your mother and your stepfather. I will. Thank you very much. Uh, but we do have someone else here with us in person. Uh, someone who was first on the podcast in person anyway, uh, 100 episodes ago. Uh, she, her voice was on the podcast before that as an actress in, in the shows we were airing, but she was on as herself, uh, being interviewed by someone who should remain nameless, uh, 100 episodes ago this episode. So that was the 15th episode. I'm pleased to welcome back our good friend, friend of the show. You've heard her on the show many times, Miss Lynn Nelson. Hello there. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, except for this leg thing. I'm sorry about that. It's not your fault, I assume. When you said painful leg situation, I heard it to the tune of brain problem situation. <laughs> I do. I have a, a painful leg. Painful leg situation. Yeah, that's what I've got. In my leg. <laughs> Where else would a painful leg know. situation be? I don't know. But I don't think it's enough to put me down. No, probably not. Okay. If it gets really bad or develops into cancer, we'll talk. We don't put down cancer patients. We do when they're cats. Oh. That's not fair. You're the one who brought it up. No, I didn't. You brought it up. You said it's time to put dad down. Yeah, like this. You're dumb. Sorry, I took that to a morbid place then. Oh. You know, I'm... I just want to point out, because no one else can see this at home, that Scape is sitting on his mom's chair. Right? Is this Devin's? Yeah, that's Devin's chair. On his mom's office chair, and I'm spinning him. You shouldn't do that. It's really cute. Stop it! 
it, it really annoys him. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you should stop it, did you know? It's cute. No. Anyway, it's good to be back. Yes, thank you. Um, and like I said, 100 episodes ago. Uh, so, so much has changed since then. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, things haven't changed an insane amount. Yeah, not that much. Because, well, they have changed quite a bit, but... I was going somewhere with that. Okay. In that 100 episodes ago, you were on the show trying to claim credit for everything I did. Okay. Uh Whereas last episode, we had somebody else who we'll talk about later on in the show Uh claiming credit for what I did. So apparently I still am getting all the credit claimed for what I do. Well. Well. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We, We got everything together for you. No. Yes. You printed out scripts for me. We also wrote scripts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got a credit for that. All right. So you don't have to mention that. It's already in the credits. I think, you know, at the time, I will be honest, I claimed more credit than I should have. Yeah. But you had this thing where you had such a big ego because everyone was like, oh, Jordan's the best in the world. Well. Yeah, so you needed to be taken down (laughs) a bit or two. Yeah. Okay, that's not true. But even if it was true, you, you lied in order to do it, so stretch the truth disreputable no well okay anyway uh but other than that things have changed in in many ways in that uh, the shows that we were referring to at the time we're done with them now they're all over now we have all new shows which i really don't have anything to do with these are made by other people entirely so now other people are doing most of your show no 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 i would not say no 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 that's not true at all because i don't take credit for the shows that are on my podcast i take credit for the podcast and i take credit for the host segments like this one to some extent mm-hmm. i mean i have help from my other co-hosts yes yes thank you but it's my show and i produce it and i get it together when i'm not on the show the show's not as good hey what it was pretty good. Oh, right. You were on the show without me, weren't you? Well, yeah, in fact, there wouldn't have been a show otherwise. So Why would you say that? Yes, good. there was a show the episode before without you. Yeah, It would not have continued as well. What do you mean as well? Murray would have ruined it. No, I would not have ruined it. I w- I'm perfectly capable of doing a show by myself. I did it on my own. It's boring when it's just you no, sitting around. It, well, it was never just me. It was always me and Scape. But it'd probably be better if it was just me. No, Scape sleeps through half of it. Yes. So it's better if it's just me. No, it's not. Well... It is. Look, I I would have been able to do a show without you, except that you guys took away my keys. Yeah, it's not your place. But uh, well, I gave him the keys. Yeah, but do you want him with full access to your house while it's just Devin living here? Well, I mean, what do you mean by full? He doesn't have full access. If he, he has-, has the keys, he can come in whenever he wants. But I trust him to not come in whenever he wants, just when it's time to do the show. Eh. Well, thank you. I think you can trust me with that. I'm not so sure. I'm, well, he's my friend. It made your wife really uncomfortable. <sighs> Well, if you say you don't care, I know I was never going to say I don't care, All right. but he's my friend and I trust him. Okay. Let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about that. We do have a, an important thing we want to get to in just a moment, but uh, do before we get to the segment we have planned, is there anything else you want to talk about, Lynn, about Rory, about Scape? Sure. It's been a while since you've seen them. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you don't still don't get to see Rory, but talk to him. That's fine. I don't need to see Rory. Yeah. I wanted to, you guys talked about Scape on Twitter last time and yeah. I, I thought that was cute. I've been talking to him on Twitter. La, la. It's very cute. I, I'm excited that you're there. Good. And it's very naughty that you made a robot. No. I, yeah. I didn't make it. That you got a robot in yeah, your house. Yeah, I got it. You were not supposed to do that. I know. But. Wait, you, you know? Yeah. And you did it anyway? I'm allowed. No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. You weren't allowed. I did it. Steve, though, the thing is that I also wanted to talk to you about is um, your thesis, which I know everybody yells at you about. Why do you want to talk about it? But listen, because technically, couldn't you use your new little robot to help you make your thesis? No. Why not? Because. Because what? It's it's a it's for Twitter. But it can type. Yeah. And it can click mm, yeah. a mouse. Otherwise, how does it post? Yeah. So that's really all your dad does to edit. I'm no. Sure. No. 
What no. else does he do? Like stuff. He plays a ukulele. It could synthesize something for you. Uh, no. I'm sure it could. Hey, Lynn. Yes? Do you use Twitter? Yes. So how come you don't write a report? I do write reports. Yeah, on Twitter? No, I have no need to write a report on Twitter. All right. You are supposed to write a thesis and broadcast it on the podcast. Yeah, but I can't do it with a Twitter robot. Are you saying that the robot is somehow made so that it can only Twitter? Yeah. Does it not work when you try to do other things? Maybe it could do, like, Facebook. What? Well, now I'm angry for two reasons. Because, first of all, that doesn't make sense. And second of all, why don't you go on Facebook then? I don't want to. Twitter is enough. Well, listen. What? I think you're full of crap. No. But, but oh, do your thesis. Do your I thesis. am working on it. Yeah, you're working hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spinning. Yeah. No, that's because you're spinning. Spinning. I, do you want to know how much I've thought about it? Yes. Yeah, m- me too. A lot. <laughs> you also want to know how much you've thought about it? Yeah. You know, you're not very convincing. I'm not <laughs> convinced that you have thought for one second about your thesis. One second? You don't think I've thought about it for one Probably second? Probably the second we've been talking about it. Okay, so then at least a second. I don't think you have thought very much about it at all. I think if you sat down right now and your dad was like, let's play ukulele and we'll, we'll hammer some of this out, you would have no idea what you were doing. I would have an idea. So... Okay. Let's do it. No, we're doing a podcast. So start a little bit of it. Brainstorm no. a little bit. We don't need to brainstorm. Show everybody that you are actually working on I it. I already did show everybody. How? I told them. That's not showing. Telling and showing are different. Okay. Then what I would do is I would tell my Twitter robot that I worked on it and he would type it. That's the same as telling. No, you have to look at the words. It's still your telling. No. If you, if you could sing like a, a line of it. That would be more like showing. I could. Okay. Okay. Why don't you? Why don't I? Because I would spoil it. Nah, it's just a little teaser. It's going to be, what, a 10-minute song? Maybe. So, one line can't hurt. I already sang it. Okay. So, we're in agreement. Scape is full of crap. No! Rory. Yes? I do have stuff to say to Rory. Well, how about I'm not full of crap? Fine. Okay. Whatever. Good. Go back to spinning. We agree. Rory. Oh, no. Yes. Look. Look. Listen. Wait, uh, no, am I being lectured now? What happened? Listen, sometimes we are friends, and sometimes we are kind of at each other's throats. So I, I kind, of, I have two things to say to you. I think I'm very conflicted right now. The first one is I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. The first one is I mean, not I'm sorry in the sense that I had nothing to do with your current situation. So I do not apologize for it. I do feel sorry that you are in this situation. I mean, sorry that you were mean to me, but all right. No, no. The other thing I have to say to you is, ha ha, you're poor. No, that's not a nice thing to say. You make less money than I do right now. Uh, we don't know that for sure. No, well, I think we do. Yeah. Maybe now you'll be willing to share how much money you're making. No, no, no. Less than ever. So, do you feel at all bad for making fun of everyone else for making less money for you than you I, in the past? I never made fun. I You were a dick about it. I felt superior about it. Okay, do you feel inferior now? To people who make more money? Yes. Yes. You do? Of course. That's ridiculous. No. I make less money. You are still such a douche. No. That's a very cruel thing to say. I'm fortunate in that I am still living in a very nice place because I'm with my mother here and and Thomas. And they make a lot more money than I do. That's the other thing I really wanted to talk to you about. Stop complaining that you're poor. But I am not making any money. There are people who are legitimately poor who have no money in the family and who have to live on the street. Well, I don't have to live on the street, thankfully. So you are not remotely poor. I am remotely poor. No. My income is very low. All right, but you have luxurious place to live. Yes. And people who will give you money well, and help you buy things. Yes, and they don't give me money. You are very fortunate. I'm very fortunate that I had to declare bankruptcy. Listen, what happened to you was stupid. It, you had nothing to do with 
the destruction of Japan. I agree. Thank you. I absolutely agree with that. But I still think you're being a douche about it. How am I being a douche about that? It's not my fault. I shouldn't have to pay for it. You're right. But you're not poor and you're not in nearly the worst circumstances you could be in. And you're still basing your self-worth on the amount of money you make. They took all of my money. My life would be better if they didn't. Sure. That I will accept. Okay, so so then which part do we disagree on? The part where you're like, I'm so poor. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I just said. And the part where money is what determines your self-worth. I still find that really obnoxious. I had lots of money. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I don't. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was worth... A lot. In terms of dollars, or I guess euros, whatever you had. Euros? Come on, pounds. Pounds, quid, British nonsense. I mean, let's be honest, I I charge it in dollars. Okay. The point is, I had a lot of them. Yes. Now I have very few. You are, yes, you are monetarily worth less than you were. I'm not worthless. I'm worth less. That's what I said. All right, just making sure. But you also seem to determine your abstract self-worth. It's not abstract, it's very definite. I don't mean monetary value, I mean human value. What? What? You think people are inferior if they make less money. What are we going to base value on other than money? Being a good person. Well, what does that get you? It doesn't get you anything. Because <laughs> you don't do it. Well, because it's not, wor- it's not worth anything. I mean, that, that's, that's pointless. Sorry, that's not true. Says a person, there we go. Look at that, Jordan. He's very nice. He's very pleasant. He gets nothing for it. He gets friendship. I have friends. Uh-huh. So, you know. And a job he loves. Yes, but he doesn't get paid money for it very much. Jordan, would you say you're happy, though? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would like to make more money, but I don't make that much, no. Same here. I mean, we, we'd all like to make enough money to, to make a good living. But I, I think you and I are both happy, despite not making as much money as we'd like to. And I... I bet you at some point we will both make more money than we're making. Well, I don't know. The economy is kind of on a downturn right now, so we Yay. might all be making less money than we were. There are cycles. There are cycles. It'll come back. Hopefully. You'll get promoted. I'll get promoted. Listen, I, yeah. you have a wife yes. that you love and loves you. You have pets that you love and are good to you. Look, if I had more money, I could buy a pet and I could probably buy a wife. Maybe we should move on to the rest of the podcast. What do you think? Um... I think Rory's probably said enough, so... I think so, too. That's not really nice. So, um... I think think being a good person might get you some more podcast time. Scape gets lots of podcast time. He's a terrible person. He's not a person. He doesn't have to be good at it. Did you know that? I'm a cat. Duh. He's a very good cat, actually. Yeah. He's good at that. You wonder who's the best cat? Who? Me. That's... I, I would take that. <laughs> Do you know she has two cats, sir? <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast. Okay? They wrote to me one time. Yeah, they. I wrote for them. They dictated. What? Why? They can't type. I typed it for oh, them. Oh, yeah, I can't type. Okay. But, well, okay, can you do me a favor? Maybe. When you get home, uh-huh. tell your cats, uh-huh. I'm the best no. one. Why not? No. You said it. <sighs> I said it to make you happy. Can we move on? Yeah, I'm very happy. You okay, good. Now say it to them to make me happy. No, I make them happy. You also make me happy if you tell them I'm the best cat. You won't know what I say to them when I go home. If Escape. you tell me that you told them, I will know. Okay, all right. Next time I see you, I will tell you that I told them that. Okay, good. All right, good. Thank you. So so what do we have lined up today? Uh, well, as you know, uh, you you requested that you wanted to be on the the uh, the first reinstated uh, version of this show. Um, before uh, we have a little episode of a well, it's not a little; it's probably going to be substantial episode of a show that we all like to call. So watch.
Yes, that like is the show. show. Uh, it is, uh, as he said, a show about Frank Allen, whose name we didn't say before, but now we're saying it. Frank Allen. Uh, last time on the show, if you heard it, Good. Uh, we heard a, not an interview with Frank Allen, but a, uh, a speech he gave at a Frank Allen convention in which he claimed credit for my shows, Tractor Fiction and Debatatorium. This made me furious. Was that fair to say? It is, although I think you should calm down. What? Why? Because the only people he was telling it to are people who love him unconditionally anyway. Everyone in the real world knows that you invented those. Yeah, things. but they should love me unconditionally because I am the one who made those things. No, but they're clearly stupid and they love him. So why do you care? Because I made him who okay. he is. So I should get the credit. Sure. And most people give you that credit. He has some like stupid group of fans somewhere. Yeah, who loves I want him. a stupid group of fans you who loves me. You have a really smart group of fans. Well, I want that too. All right. You have it. All right. So chill out. Well, so should we get to the, the, the new uh, thing we had? Yes. All right. Um, Lynn, thank you for coming on. Before we get to what you wanted to say, which I'm interested in seeing what it is, um, we actually have something else we want to get play. <sighs> I, uh, by the way, you know, please write into us, castandwax at gmail.com. You can send us letters and you can send us audio letters. We got an audio letter that I feel we should play during Asshole Watch because it is from uh, an asshole named Frank Allen. He sent us a letter? An audio letter. Wow. So he must have gotten someone else to record it for him because it sounds decent as well. He is terrible at recording stuff. I remember. Um, okay. <clears throat> so we're going to play it. Here it is. Hey, everybody. Uh, thank you for, for, for playing my uh, speech on Cast and Wax. I'm, it's awesome to hear that you guys are still promoting me. I, that is really terrific. I know it's been a while since we talked. That's uh, that's too bad. But I heard that you guys played my, my speech from my Frank Allen, uh, what do you call it, uh, convention there? Thank you again. Uh, if, if people in America demand it, I'm sure the Frank Allen investigative uh, variety show will eventually come to America. If you demand it, you know, talk to your uh, your cable company and your, your channels and things like that. They will play it if you say you're going to watch it. So anyway, uh, Jordan, Rory, Scape, uh, thank you. Thank you for all the, the boosterism that you've been giving me. Thank you for all of that. I know it's been a while since we've seen each other, but uh, hopefully hopefully we will um, be able to, to get together soon and talk, you know, catch up. Things like that. But like I said, I, I didn't hear the episode, but I heard that you were talking about me and that you, you played that, so I do appreciate it. It's, it. It touches my heart to know that you still care. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you again, and check your local listings if you're outside of America. Frank Allen, Investigative Variety Hour. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, are we good? We're good? Okay. What an asshole. Yeah, uh, he didn't even listen to our show. Nope. He doesn't even listen to the show. So, Frank, uh, here's our official response. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll like clip it out and send it to him so he makes sure to listen to it. You're a douche and you're not welcome on the show because you took credit for my shows and they're my shows. And you know I, I created them, so I don't know why you're taking credit for them. Asshole. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's true. So, what else do you want to say about that? Anything else about that clip he just sent us? Uh, I don't even know. Like, yeah, we weren't boostering you. I hope nobody watches your show because you're a jerk. Oh, and don't. Call your local cable company and if, request the Frank Allen Investigative Variety Show. If you're out of America, call them and tell them to turn take it off. To stop, yeah. yeah. It's pro it's terrible. Yes. I'm sure it's terrible. I haven't seen it. Me neither. But we don't get it here. No. I, I don't want to see it because it sucks. The only thing I've heard about it is from, from last week when we heard that he interviewed Satan. Apparently it has a catchy theme song. Yeah, I'm not sure he even wrote that, though. I'm sure he didn't write it. No, he doesn't have talent. Yeah, so whatever. So, But that, that was his favorite act was when he was able to quote unquote investigate someone accuse them of every crime ever and they had to admit it because yeah. it's satan but satan's a liar so why would he admit it it's you know it's stupid all around i mean that's him though he loves if you remember he loves uh, like ambushing people with when you were on the show he 
accused you of murder. Yes. And out of nowhere. Well, I mean, the evidence he dredged up was pretty compelling. Okay. Well, we're about to get to that. But listen. What? Okay. My point was not he had no evidence because he had evidence that I I could see where someone might interpret it that way. It was just wrong. My point was though he didn't warn me. He brought me on what? the show. Well, what's he gonna do? Hey, I'm gonna accuse you of murder. Would you like to come on? He pretended to be my friend about it. Maybe he was your friend. Maybe he no. wanted to get you the help you needed. No, he clearly did not. Why are you suddenly defending him? <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm really angry. I'm about playing that. devil's advocate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The point is, yeah, no, he's a look. He's a douche, and that's what he does. It was. It's been his mo for ages. He did that. Remember when he was the man on the street thing, and he was just accusing people of random crimes on the street? Yeah, he's a jerk. He's a jerk, and he says terrible things about extra history. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah, but that's. I'm alright with that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's bogus. No, it isn't. So, Alright, now look, this is where, this is why I started the asshole watch segment. Because he was an asshole to me. And now you're just glossing over the asshole to me part. It's an important part. There were other asshole things he did to you, Rory. I just don't think that making fun of extra history was really one of them. Well, it was. It was a, a large one. Didn't you, I think, when I was listening last week, I think you referred to extra history and then your books on real history or regular history. Yes. That was kind of funny. No, it isn't funny. It's yeah. extra history. There's history. There's extra history. It, it made it sound fake. No, that's because you're uneducated. You're ignorant. He just called you ignorant. Yes, well, you are. Look, it just sounded like you were acknowledging that extra history is fake. I would not do that because it isn't. No, look, what I was saying was I was allowed to keep my computer. I was allowed to keep my history books. There's not a lot of extra history books. I wrote, you know, a few. There's a few others by other people. John Hodgman, he's written a couple. Heard of them? My extra history books are not as good selling as his. Is that because they're not as good? No, it's because of, it's marketing, because he puts them in the humor section. I don't do that. Maybe you should. I don't look at them as funny. I think subconsciously, Rory, you do realize that it's total crap. Subconsciously, I don't yeah. realize anything. No. You don't realize anything? About that, it's not because it's not true. Look, I'm saying extra history is real. Why are we? Why did it, did it watch become attack Rory watch? It's asshole watch. I'm not a too. Sometimes. No. No times. Never. But you're right. We should focus on Frank. Yes. Thank you. He is an asshole. Yes. So, uh, okay. So, did you just want to come here and call him asshole with us? Or? Well, it's a lot of fun to just do that. Yeah. I mean, I had an agenda, but I'm kind of enjoying just calling him an asshole. It's going to be a lot of beeping for the. Uh... Yeah, but it's it's cathartic. It works. I and mean, they, for the listener. Yeah, they're, but they're they know what like, we're saying. Well, I'm not saying they're not going to under. I'm not saying wow, they're going to be confused. I'm saying they're just going to have a lot of beeps in their ears. Okay, I'm all right with it. If it lets me call him an asshole, it did. Okay. No, I I wanted to talk about something that we seem to be just totally ignoring for a really long time. What's that? As you recall, what was it, six or seven months ago? Yes, yeah, so it's been a while. I can look up the date if you want. I don't really care. Okay. Maybe maybe to commemorate it somehow. The day Frank left and we were much happier. Okay. Uh, that day we heard a special episode of... Slam Jackson, um, because I had hired Slam Jackson to investigate the murder of Alan Thomas, which is the murder, of course, that Frank accused me of and ruined my life for several months. And in that episode, he found Alan Thomas's twin brother, who claimed that he killed him. Gay. Gay, yeah, Galen, yes. And Frank ran out in the middle of that episode. I looked it up anyway. It was uh, November 29th. All right. So, and that was... 2010. 2010. Yeah, so... Yeah. Right, that's true. It's been less than a year. So we can celebrate the year anniversary this November. Yay! I used to think he would be back before a year, but I guess now he's not even welcome. No, yeah. Even if he decides to come back, he's not coming he back can, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, so <laughs> they sort of glossed some, over something quickly in that interview that I remember thinking about at the time, but uh, 
there was a lot of craziness going on. What interview? I'm sorry, not the interview, the episode. Well, I guess it was an interview. Slim Jackson appeared at Alan Thomas's house and talked oh, to Galen. And Ga- he said, Galen Thomas's house. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he said, "I'm looking for Alan Thomas." And Galen said, "I killed him." Essentially. Right, right, right. He, well, he, no, he said that. Right. So. Though, you know, then they glossed over something and then the craziness happened. And then last episode, if you recall, we listened to that stupid convention. Yes. In which people were asking Frank about. Played uh, off of YouTube. Yeah. 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 Uh, They were asking Frank about stuff. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked him about that day that he ran out. Yeah. Well, they also glossed over it then because he clearly didn't want to talk about it. But I heard it again and it reminded me of this episode. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to play. That clip. Which clip? The clip from that episode of Slim Jackson in which he talks to Galen Thomas. What, because part, I want like the, the whole thing or like a... In the section. We, we queued, I queued up a clip for you. Oh, you, oh yeah. that's what this is? Yes. Okay. I want you to play that for the listeners and I want you to listen very, very carefully. I want to see if you guys hear what I heard. I'm investigating your brother's murder? Yep. Oh, I killed him. I'm sorry, what? Frank and I. Mostly me, though. Frank who? God, I'm terrible with names. I was just so sick of Al calling me gay. Really ticked me off. Okay, uh... Yeah, he said he did it, so... He said, me and Frank. What do you mean? He said, me and Frank. And then... You and Frank? No, me and Galen. I'm being Galen. He said, okay, me and so Frank. Okay, so wait, hold yeah. on. So you're Galen. You just listened to this. Yes, we just heard We just heard that. So why, why are we doing it again? Because you didn't hear... Didn't hear what? The part where he said he had an accomplice named Frank. What? And then Slim Jackson said, Frank who? And he was like, ah, I'm not very good with names. But he had an accomplice named Frank. And the second we heard that, Frank Allen ran out of the room. That's, that's a really weird coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. What are you getting at? Because right now, on the 100th episode, anniversary of Frank Allen accusing me of murder, I in turn accuse you, Frank Allen, wherever you are, of being an accomplice to the murder of Alan Thomas. Wow. Don't you hear it? It's so obvious. Wait, so, I no, I'm a little confused. So, Galen and Frank together? Yes. Wow. That's what an accomplice is. Okay. They do it together. If you remember last episode, I, we don't have to play that again, do we? I, I, I would rather not. Okay. Somebody asks him about the day he left. Right, right, then right. Then someone else asks him a follow-up question. Yeah, so then he had to go. Yeah, okay. They started to bring up, and they said exactly what I said. It's funny, because you said me and Frank. The, he said me and Frank, and I thought, and he was like, no, 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 I have to go. What if he I had don't want to talk about it. He didn't have to go. He didn't oh. want to talk about it. I think I see what you're getting at. I think Frank helped to kill Alan Thomas, and I think that part... I don't know if I want to give him this much credit for being that smart, but part of accusing me was to make sure the blame never got put on him. Well, I don't think he would have... I mean, if he did it, he's not going to forget and then think it was you. No, obviously. So... I'm just saying, maybe he wasn't thinking as far ahead to say, if I accuse Lynn, no one will think it was me. Maybe he just wanted to accuse me. Well, actually, that's a good point, though. If he did it, he wouldn't have accused you because he knew he did it. He wanted people not to think about him as the person who did it. He wanted to create a diversion by making everybody, including the police, focus their effort on investigating me so they wouldn't investigate him. Uh, I think I understand what you're trying to get at. So you're saying that Frank helped kill Alan Thomas. Yes, I am. Because he, if I remember correctly, was applying for radio jobs that Frank Allen was applying for? Yes, that was part of the investigation. But after all this time, will you finally come clean? Did you actually fake the plagiarism claim on his paper? What? Oh, well, you remember that you guys were in a French translation class together and you were both translating the same thing and he uh, got accused of plagiarism somehow and there was a duplicate. The, the same thing that he had translated was available online in the exact same form. He plagiarized. 
plagiarize. But well, fr- right. Frank accused you of 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 making that happen, of somehow putting the paper online before. How would I do that? I, look, I'm not an internet expert. No, Rory. No. It's just such a big coincidence. I I I feel it's like it's not a coincidence. People plagiarize by going online and finding things and using them as part of their papers. Alan Thomas was not very good at French. He was certainly not very good at translation, and he was panicking and he needed something at the last minute. And he plagiarized. I had nothing to do with it except that I was writing my own translation and handed that in. Well, I mean, it is sort of a coincidence. It's not a coincidence to me that he decided to translate the same thing I did. That's not a coincidence. It's not? No. He was then why did it happen? Because he decided to do that. Does he have some sort of fixation with you? No, only... Look, not to toot my own horn, but I was a very good French student. Okay. And I suspect that what he wanted to do was translate the same thing as me so that he could somehow copy my work. But I am not somebody who makes my work readily available to be copied. And we were not working at the library together. We were not in a situation in which you could do that. So he probably went online at the last minute, panicking and plagiarized. This is all my own speculation. I don't know what he did or why, but I know that I had nothing to do with it. All I'm saying is, I understand you didn't kill him, unless your name is also Frank. No, my name is not Frank. All right. Then I believe you. Wait. Even if my name was also Frank, that doesn't mean I would have killed him. No, Not what? every Frank killed him. No, but I'm saying because I understand why someone might draw the conclusion that you did. There's a lot of mysterious things going. You also claim that you never heard of him. You know, you didn't know him when you clearly did. So, Well, I was mad at Frank. Well, that is a little suspicious. Uh, no, it's not. I uh, knew he was going to... He was accusing me of murder. Well, you didn't do it, again, unless your name is also Frank. Right. I've been cleared of these charges. Rory. By Well, you were cleared by, by Galen admitting it. Right. But now you're saying Galen said Frank. Yes. So if your name is also Frank... My name is not Frank. I believe you. Good. But I'm saying if. Why would you say if, if you believe me? I, I'm just saying if it was, then you would be just as possibly guilty as Frank. Look, I'm not running for president, but I will be happy to produce a birth certificate if you require one of me. And I Rory, will show we, you that my name is not Frank. Do we feel like that's necessary? No. I mean, now that she's offered, then she probably can produce it. Or a facsimile thereof, so... You guys are so stupid sometimes. No, why? because we're we're just being thorough. My name is not Frank. I don't think your name is Frank. You're being thorough the way Frank Allen is thorough. No, Frank Allen is an asshole. Yes, you're being an asshole. No, don't say... that's. I'm your friend. Look... I'm your friend, but you, for a long time... I didn't... Believed for a long, that maybe I was a murderer. I so. said I didn't think you were a murderer. A few times. And a few times, you also said things like... I know I didn't know. Whatever you're going to say is a lie. Look. Oh, I'm a liar, too. Well... But you're friend. Okay. I don't think you're lying about your name not being Frank. Oh, good. That being said... We this listen. We never considered the fact. We didn't think there was an accomplice. We yeah, thought that mystery was. Didn't listen to the to the. We episode, listened to the episode, and now you listen to it too, and you still didn't hear it. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't get what he was saying there. He said, "Me and Frank." How how much more obvious can that be? Well, no one else got it. No. Yeah, it took you two listens to get it. Hey, look, I'm saying there was commotion. Uh, well, look, Frank this, ran out. Fine, but what I'm saying is we had never considered that there was an accomplice. Okay, now well, we now, hear there's accomplice. So, you know, that throws everything up. We have to be thorough. Yes, by investigating Frank. In fact, no, you don't have to be thorough at all. Well, but we want to be thorough. So, we, yes, we have to investigate Frank. And, by extension, we have to investigate if anyone else is Frank. What? That, to be, because that would be Frank. There are plenty of people in the world named Frank. Yeah. I think the most logical place to start would be to investigate Frank Allen. Well, I would think the most logical place would be to investigate someone who looked like they might have been the killer. What? 
Rory. And then see if they went by the alias Frank. Rory. Yes. What does somebody look like if they look like they might be the killer? I don't mean someone who has the physical attributes of the killer. I mean someone upon whom suspicion had already been cast. Like me? Yes. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. It, listen. My name is not Frank. I know that as far as I'm so aware. this investigation is done. Fine. But all I'm saying is, if we looked into your, you know, life and found that, you know, sometimes you went by the name Francine. Rory, I was thoroughly investigated by the police. But they didn't look for a Francine. Okay, I have a solution. There are two of you. Well, there's three of us. Well, I'm not interested in pursuing I this. was talking about Scape. Scape is not. I don't care. Yeah. I kill lots of things. Demons, mice, horses, cows, chickens. Sharks. Sharks aren't real, Rin. You can't kill imaginary sharks. There's two of you. Us, me and Rory, you mean. Okay, one of us is in England. Rory. Yes, that's me. If you'd like. All right. You can investigate into the possibility that I sometimes go under the alias Francine. I don't know how I would do that from England. Jordan. Yes. Perhaps, if you're interested. If I'm interested. You could investigate Frank Allen. Investigate Frank Allen. I'm not a private investigator. Maybe we know one who would want to do that. You mean Slam Jackson? Because he he doesn't seem like a very good private investigator. You know, I noticed that too. He just wanted to go to the opera. Yeah, and I don't want to pay for opera trips. I feel bad saying it though, because he did a really good job with my case. Yeah, he, he wrapped your case real fast. Yeah. You had to pay him to fly to France though. Yes, but he didn't really abuse my money. I don't have a lot to begin with, so he wouldn't have found a lot to go to the opera with. But uh, but no, he wrapped up my case really quickly. No, see, here's the thing. It doesn't matter to him how much money you have. I did not have enough money to rebuild all of Japan, as you are aware. Mm-hmm. Yet he built it to me. You know... My point, my point in all of this was really not actually to spur an investigation. I, at this point, am exhausted of this entire process and this entire story of Alan Thomas. I don't intend to make Frank Allen's life as miserable as he made mine. Well, you just accused him of murder. If the police want to pursue it, they can go right ahead. I was not bringing this up in order to get him arrested and harassed, but I just wanted to point out the sweet irony of the fact that he spent all this time making my life miserable, having accused me of murder, when I truly do believe at this point that he was actually an accomplice to that very murder. Uh, I'm a little confused. Uh, you truly believe he was an accomplice to that murder, but you don't particularly care if the police investigate? Uh, look, I'll give them whatever evidence I have, and then it's up to them. It's not my job to pursue him. Okay. Right? Yeah, I guess. It's not my job. Uh, maybe this sounds like a job for the Binghamton Bruisers. That might be a good start. So, if you're out there, guys... You might have to go to a different country. Anyway, um, all right, uh, that is the end of Asshole Watch. So, uh, thank you for listening to that episode of Asshole Watch. And uh, if we have any more news on that unnameable person, we will bring it up during uh, next week's episode let's go on you know let's listen to the show we have for today we only have one show for us today but it's a a longer than average one it is a christmas special because it is christmas in august what christmas in august celebrate christmas with me if you would all right uh this is a show called a very yuletide christmas it is a special that we got at christmas time but could not play uh it brings together a few of the uh the the radio serials that we've been playing um but at the time when when this was produced at Christmas time. Our podcast was not caught up in the current continuity of those things, so That's it could not be funny. played. Yes, yes. But now it is. So it's time for Christmas in August. What that means is we want presents from you, please. So send us presents, castandwax at gmail.com, especially me. But Scape, I sure would like a present. Rashford. That 
I'm sure nobody is surprised. Rory, what do you need for Christmas? Well, I mean, don't send me money because they'll just take it. Well, if they want, if anybody wants to help with the rebuilding of Japan, they can send you money because it'll go straight to that. Well, yes, but uh, you know, that's not. I but I don't want you to send me money just for me to lose it. Send me, you know, practical objects. Send me clothes. I I, I need some very nice clothes if if at all possible. That might be a bit pricey for some people. All right, all right. Well, listen, if you want to send something to any of us. Castandwax.gmail.com. I can give you an address if you write into us, uh, a, a physical address, but I don't want to say that on the podcast. So You can send me presents, too. Oh, yeah, 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 if you want to send something to Lynn. I mean, yeah. it's, you're not, listen, you're not a part of the, the podcast every week like but we I'm, are. I'm at your house a lot. But you won't be here next week to be on the show and be like, here's what up, I got. I could pick it up the next week. Well, if you have something for Lynn, you can send it to Lynn. I think you should send something to me and Scape and Rory. But if you have something for Lynn, I'll get it to her. I heard from Scape that uh, people who celebrate Christmas are yucky. Uh, what? You say Merry Christmas if you're yucky. No, Lynn, that is making fun. You are making fun. What are you talking about? Fun. You have a whole song talking about being yucky for uh, Christmas. No, I do not. I have a song about being yucky. That's the same. What are you saying? Uh, you know what? You're saying yucky. No, I'm not saying yucky. I'm saying yucky. Like this, like this. Hey, good yuck on your trip. Good yuck? Yeah, good yuck. Why does somebody need yuck on a trip? Good yuck. Like a rabbit's foot or a horseshoe. Luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does someone need good luck on their trip? So they have a, I don't, I don't, that's not the point. The song is about Merry Christmas if you're yucky enough to have a Christmas. But why, why is it yucky to have a no! Christmas? No! Horseshoe! Rabbit's fur! What do those things have to do with Christmas? Yucky! They're yucky? No! I, no, I can see where horseshoes would be yucky to you because you like to kill horses. And probably you like to kill rabbits too. I think what he's saying is that those things are, are luck charms. Oh. Yeah. I see. The song has new meaning for me now. Yeah. I didn't think they'd be luck charms to a cat, though. I don't have any of those things. Okay. I'm not yucky. I'm sorry. Nobody spends Christmas with me. Oh, Scapey. Why doesn't anybody spend Christmas with you? I don't know. They always leave. Jordan. What? Why do you leave him? We have we go to visit our family. <sighs> he is your family. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm our people family. Oh, I see. You can bring him with. No, they don't. I'm sorry, Scapey. They just leave me alone. And myself. Well, I'll tell you what. That's why I say Christmas is the worst. It's not. It's not. But it, listen. It is. I'll cheer you up. We'll go have some moist food. Okay. And we'll listen to the Christmas special. Okay. And then we'll come back and talk about it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. But first, this day in history. Welcome to This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. My name is Roy Sinjin, and on August 8th, 1974, in an evening televised address, President Richard M. Nixon announces his intention to become the first president in American history to resign. With impeachment proceedings underway against him, Nixon finally bowed to pressure to leave the White House. My fellow Americans, I've been thinking about things quite a lot, and it seems that much of the House of Representatives and the Senate disapprove of my actions in tapping phones in Watergate. So, I've decided that I'm going going to leave the presidency. No, but don't do it! But that's not why. Oh, okay. It's not because I want to give up being all-powerful in this country and the most lauded and greatest American who's ever lived. It's because I really want a tattoo of myself and Machiavelli on my back. And I can't do that while I'm president. It wouldn't look presidential. So, effective immediately, I am announcing that I resign the presidency. Effective noon tomorrow. No! Vice President no! Ford will assume my duties. Good night, and God bless me. One week later. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, mm, hurts. Mm, ah. All right, man, you're done. Now I'm glad I have my tattoo. I think I'll go roll around in the dirt with joy. No, no, no. Listen, listen, man. You got to take this ointment. You got to apply it like four times a day or something. And you got to make sure that you don't wear any like sticky cloth that'll get all stuck to your back. Ha ha. Because no, you, I don't. you could get I'm a infected. President. Dude, dude, you could get infected. I'm just telling you. And now I got to go in the back and take care of some other things. But, you know, have a good time. Infections don't apply to me. I went to China. Now, into the mud. Blah! Ha 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 Hey, honey, can I get my navel pierced? Sure. Now, wait a minute. What's this giant rash on my back? Why am I in pain? Blah! Ah! It's 1994. I'm dying. And yes, Nixon lapsed into dementia and passed. It was very sad for all of America. But not as sad as you'll be if you get a tattoo or piercing and don't treat it properly. You could get infected and you could lapse into dementia and pass. This is This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. But that can't be the end of Nixon, can it? My name's Roy Sinjin, and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast and Wax. And yes, there's more. He went to heaven because he was a good person. And when he got to heaven, he said, you know, I still want that tattoo. I didn't get to enjoy it because I, you know, I died so quickly after getting it. So he went to the spirit tattoo parlor and got a spirit tattoo of himself and Machiavelli. And the spirit tattoo artist said, I know you're a spirit now, but infections still are an issue. So don't go roll around in a rain cloud. You could get infected. And Nixon said, listen, not only am I a former president, I'm not even alive. I'm a spirit now, so I don't believe infections can affect me, and the tattoo artist said, I've done my part, I'm gonna go in the back and take care of some things, have fun. And uh, Nixon jumped into the nearest rain cloud, got infected, died, and went to hell. And in hell he said, well, I would still like that tattoo, so he went to a demon tattoo parlor. You know what happened? All the same things again. They said, don't jump into a fire pit. He jumped into a fire pit, he got infected, he went to purgatory. In purgatory he got a tattoo. They said, don't jump into the empty nothingness. He jumped into the empty nothingness, he got infected, he died, he was reborn as Hitler. And everybody spat on him. So, be careful with your tattoo. Make sure you don't get infected. Do what your tattoo artist tells you to do. My name is Rory Sinjin. This is Where Are They Now in History? In Cast and Wax. A very Yuletide Christmas. A very special Cherumbolo Christmas special. By Peter Bowers and C.H. Berman. There are very few holidays, as Christian as Christmas, and even fewer as annual. Christmas means many things to many people. To some, it means presents. To some, it means it's time to gear up for January. To some, it's an extra day off. To others, it's an extra day of work, while the rest of us sons of bitches get the day off. It would be foolish to say that there was a single true meaning of Christmas, but one person who definitely does not know what it is is our friend Nathan Van Etten. Happy Saturday, booming voice man! Saturday? Yeah! D&D night! Nathan, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, they put Christmas on D&D night? What were they thinking? There are some very bad people on the city council. Nathan, it's in the Bible. That's why I follow the player's manual. Nathan, to many people throughout Christmas. Does this mean nobody will be coming for D&D? Probably not, Nathan. You see... Okay, forget it. Hi, Nathan! Jane! My girlfriend! But only by linguistic accident. What are you doing here? D&D caroling. Well, actually, Christmas caroling everywhere else, but D&D caroling here... D and D, D and D, D and D and D, D and D and D and D, and the Joker got away. 
Uh, Jane, it would mean a lot to me if you never did that again. It would? Oh, Nathan, I never will. Okay, Jane, don't the other houses need Christmas carols? Oh, Nathan, I got them last week. I spent this week writing a carol just for you. I knew it was your D&D night, and I wanted to spend Christmas with you. Oh, okay. Do you actually know how to play D&D? Of course not, silly. But, you know, they say you're supposed to spend Christmas with who you really care about. Um, okay. So let's see if anybody else shows up. Oh, do you really think they will, Nathan? It looks like I've got you alone. Well, I don't... Oh, never mind. Hello! And with the pace of someone walking, that dishy devastator of do-batters, that famed private investigator, adventurist, and innocently inexperienced D&D player, Slam Jackson! Hi, ready for some role-playing? Enters the sparsely furnished basement of his arch-nemesis, Dungeon Master Nathan Van Etten. It is I, Slam Jackson, who had no idea you were coming over today. How did you find out we moved D&D night to Saturdays? Um, private detective? Right. Who's that guy? I don't think we told you you could bring new people to D&D night. I don't even think we told you you could bring yourself to D&D night until you learned some basic D&D strategy. Couldn't help it. This guy follows me everywhere. Better than when he was hitting me with a chair. Where is everybody? It's Christmas, Slam. They're probably not coming. Christmas. Right. That must have been why business was so slow. Don't you have a family to be with or something? Anything? Oh, I don't know what they're doing. My mother's letters don't usually reach me. She has trouble spelling my address. Well, it's time for D&D. Looks like we have only non-D&D players here. This is gonna be nowhere near as great as I thought it was gonna be. I made waffle fries! Bachman's cheese flavor! Oh, I'm so glad you brought this guy! Not Bachman's! I made them myself! This day just gets better and better. All right, let's begin. After assembling D&D characters with the skill of people who have never really D&D'd and the frustration of a dungeon master who is... Wow, is he really frustrated. The game is finally underway. So with plus 700 boom cannon of death's killing, I attempt to read the scroll. Are you sure you really want to do that? You don't want to think it over. Or just read it. Or just ask me what it says. It's not magic. Nathan, if you tell us how to do everything, we'll never learn how to play. That's not going to happen anyway. She's right. I'm trying the bomb cannon. (sighs) Okay. You have just killed all three of you and every NPC I had for at least a county. Great game, guys. Wow, that was short. Now I understand. You're the whole reason all those people play D&D, Nathan. Did we win? No! If there is any way to lose a game of D&D, but more, that's what you did. So much for the next time we play, you will start out dead. Come on, we're finding out what the other guys are doing. Well, I am a detective. And you have a car. Mom! Dad! I'll be back later! But, Nathaniel, won't you be staying for Christmas? The whole family's here, gathered around the fire and our sumptuous Christmas dinner. Do they want to play D&D? Haha, <laughs> why of course not, Nathaniel. Okay, bye! I'm off to save D&D night! Hello? Cheryl, are you glad we found you? Do you realize what today is? Yes. Then what are you doing home? You're missing D&D night! I would explain it to you, Nathan, but I know you. 
Charles! Don't you realize you're missing D&D night? Get over to my house immediately! He's out of town, Nathan, for Christmas. How do you know? I'm a detective, remember? And there's a note on the door, Nathan. You're so cute with your illiteracy. Hey! Do you already have someone narrating your exploits? Angela, would you like to- It's Christmas! Never mind! Hi, Dan. I know it's Christmas, but- I'm Jewish, Nathan. Oh! So you can come to- I'm busy. Busy playing D&D with us? No. I have... I have a... a cold! Cough, cough! Cough. That's okay. I have cough syrup at home. Robitussin, of course. It's a Jewish cult, Nathan, for Jews. Oh, I'm sorry to offend your people. I don't think this D&D game's panning out. In that case, we may have to save D&D night with drastic measures. Something that's not D&D. Looks like the bowling alley's closed. Ah, the Bijou isn't having their Saturday Japanese cinema showcase. Julia Roberts doesn't sound that Japanese. That's more Mandarin. Hey, Seuss Marimba, you have got to be kidding. So sorry, Nathan. Victoria's Secret seems to be closed. What are we even doing here? Now, with the dramatic impact of something that's been led up to for almost a page, I whisper the solution into our glorious gadfly of greatness's ear. Ahem! I have an idea, Slab! One place that will definitely be open Christmas Day! Frankie and Titus's Guildhouse of Supervillainy? What is this place? Is this like a theme restaurant? How do you get us in? Easy! I'm a member! Why am I not surprised? How's it hanging, Rob? Right down the middle. How'd they pick you for Christmas receptionist? Eh, family's roasting chestnuts. It wouldn't have been such a good idea to stick around. You know, you're not supposed to have these guys in here. Well... But you know what? It's Christmas. I don't care. Go on in. And you don't have to worry about Jiminy Hatchet. He's busy this time of year. Bars to the left. Oh boy! I hope they have virgin eggnog! Secret Satan sign-up list. Slam Jackson schedule? Hey, what is this place? Hey guys! Who's around? I brought my faithful companion and that fatigue-free foe of folly, Slam Jackson! Adventurous! Turn off that tape machine! Sorry, force of habit. It is I, Slam Jackson, Percival Knife Hammer. Prepare to have all of your eggnog. Shut up with your cursed milk, Percy. It is I, the Monkey Queen of Zambezi. Prepare for my new army of switchblade orangutans. Switchblade. Quiet, wingless one, honk. The shenanigander will be your Christmas goose. Prepare to... Quiet, everybody. It is I, Upton Chuck, and with this... Oh. And with with this final bite of turkey... No! 
It is I, Slam Jackson, Nathan Van Etten, and with a single roll of this D20... Nathan, what are you doing? Well, I'm just trying to join in. This is almost as good as D&D. What luck that we all should have received our Christmas wish, my fellow nemeses. Now, as I prepare to defeat... While the estimable assemblage of antagonists rages on at the bar, our idol of invincibility makes a stealthy escape, knocking cleverly on a lone office door on the other side of the complex and preparing to register a daring complaint. Hello, Avalon Frankie here, head of the Guild of Supervillainy. Can I help you? I'm very busy. On Christmas? Uh, no. Uh, not really. What do you want? Okay, you're the one in charge here? Can you do something about the nut jobs out in the hall? They're all fighting over who gets to defeat me. And you are... Slam Jackson, private investigator. And fan... Shut up. Damn it. Really? I'm di- uh, I mean, Avalon Frankie. I really should be defeating you now. The Jamaican chicken jerk will be sad that he missed you. But you know what? Why not take a day off? I... Don't have anyone to be with on Christmas. She's off fighting crime. Yeah, I know that feeling, I guess. In reverse. We'll take everybody out together. You know what everybody always enjoys? What? To the mini golf course! Half an hour later, our story continues at the Missing Links Golf Course, where Mike and Saffron are enjoying some romantic solitude on the slowest business day of the year. You sure you don't mind coming here? I know it's kind of lame. I have to work on Christmas. This doesn't seem like work. Nobody's been here since I arrived. Yeah. Who'd have thought that people would give up that long-standing Christmas mini-golf tradition? I know. My family's never missed one. Why do you think I'm here? Really? You mean the Hitler's- No. That was a joke. I'm here for you. And I'm here for work. But I I would be here for you if you were here for work. I mean- I know what you mean. You know what? Nobody's coming. What do you say we just head to the back? Why don't you go back there and turn on the lights while I count the register? Okay, I'm done. That's a lot of mistletoe, Mike. Well, we'll have to think of a way to use it all up. But before they figure out a way to use it all up... Ah! Holy crap! I almost had a heart attack. Where did you come from? My mother! But more recently, Slam Jackson's house! But yet more recently than that, Avalon Frankie's guild house! Wow. Are you going somewhere with this? These people consist largely of a clubhouse full of supervillains! And some others! They're here to play that noble game of Christmas yore that is mini-golf! And I'll take it from here! Will Mike and Saffron get rid of the noisome crowd of would-be mini-golfers? Will they get some time alone with the mistletoe? Who will win the mini-golf game? We leave the Missing Link's golf course filled to the brim with supervillains. One detective, one strange loud man, and one strange quiet girl looking desperately for- Hey, what about me? And what happened to my voice head guy? I have no idea. I don't see anyone. Well, anyway, I think I've learned a lesson today. Christmas means a lot of different things to different people. Deity worship, food eating, gift getting, and the true meaning 
D&D playing. And you can't have all that true meaning without other people to play D&D with you. Or mini golf, or kill the detective, or whatever that game was they were playing back there. But the most important thing of all is to do these things with the people that you care about. Oh, Nathan! And Jane. However, if any of your friends would rather spend Christmas with their families instead of you, make a list. And don't ever forget anybody who's on that list. If I've learned one thing, Christmas is not about forgiveness. So Jane, and Slam, and Loud Guy from the Ice Cream Store, and Weird Villains, and Not-So-Weird Villain Controller Guy, and his friend, and people that work at the mini-golf, and head voices, and to all of you at home... Merry Christmas! That episode featured the voice talents of... Well, a lot of people. I don't actually have a credits list, so... I thought you were able to do this through your extra history knowledge. I Well, I am, but, you know, I, I, I lost a lot of things in the bankruptcy that I don't have anymore. What? what? You know, my, my, my roles of historical um, podcast information. I thought you were able to keep your history and your extra history resources. But I didn't get paid for the podcast, so I was not able to keep any of my podcast resources. And you, after years of talking about people who are on the podcast, you don't just remember things. Yeah, that's not my job. So, uh, but I want to clarify this. In the past, have you just been reading off of a list of people who were in the show? Yes. What's wrong with that? You keep claiming that you are, you fulfill this role of podcast historian. I am the podcast historian. I could read a list of people who were in something. Yes, but I did. Read the list. That's ridiculous. I'm the historian. You are not. I could still read a go list. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give it a shot. There's no list to read. Oh, well. And you are not successful at listing out who was just in that episode either. I could try. Go ahead. There were some people. Yes. What were their names? Slam Jackson. Try again. Nathan Bennett. These people were in them. They were played by people. No, that doesn't make sense. They're real people. Yeah, they're real people. We've, we've interacted with them. Whenever we have an episode of Nathan Bennett and we say who played... Nathan Van Etten. But I thought he plays himself. No. This is, what? It says, Nathan Van Etten was Mickey Weissner. I thought it said Mickey Weissner was Nathan Van Etten. Fine. Either way. Wait. Mickey Weissner is lending his voice talent to pretend to be Nathan Van Etten. So then who's Nathan Van Etten? A character on a show. Then who's Slam Jackson? A character on a show. Then how did he investigate where Frank Allen is? The character investigated, played by Jared Pumrat. That doesn't make any sense. All right. I I think we should get off this topic. It doesn't make any sense. It featured other voice talents, like... Angela Schwartz. Yes, she was there. Yep. I think probably Julia Kelly. I think at the time she was Angela Tymon, though. I'm sorry, Angela Tymon. Because because it was recorded before they were married. Charles Berman. No, he wasn't there. He went and said he was out of town. Okay. Daniel Schwartz. Remember, it said they went to his house and said he was out of town. You're right. No, you're right. Daniel Schwartz. Right. Mickey Weissner. I don't remember him being in it. He was in it. Okay. Joe Kernrap. I don't remember him being in it. He was in it. Jane was in it. Yes. Uh, Jane was in it. Sam Jackson was in it. Donnie Palumbo, Donnie Palumbo was in it. Yes. Uh, Rob was in it. Rob Moffat. Rob Moffat. Yes. Uh, His girl, uh, Donnie's girlfriend was not in it. Lisa. Lisa was not in no. it. No. Um, who works at the... Oh, I forgot their name. Oh, God, me too. Well, I know Saffron Hitler Saffron was Hitler. in it, but I don't remember... What's, What's his, his name? name? That's terrible. Was it Mike? I think so. Oh, God. I can't believe we can't Too bad remember. we don't have a cast list. Yeah. Well, we could. Uh, look, look, if you're willing to pay me. No, I'm what? not willing to pay you. I'm just saying. Then I can call it something I need in, I need to get have in order to have income. So No, but they don't consider the podcast something you do. Because I don't get paid for it. 
But if I was getting paid, no, I don't. I can't. I'm not going to pay you to be on the podcast. We don't make very much money either. We don't Rory. make. I don't make any money on the podcast. I lose money on the podcast, so I can't afford to pay you more money. Um, what do you mean more money? Uh, more. I, so that would be more money. I'm losing. I don't oh, pay him okay. already. It's, no, no. I, I thought saying. you were saying you no, gave no, no, him money. No. I, I only person who gets paid to do this podcast is Scapey. What in moist food? Yeah. All right, that's fair. I'll, and he doesn't even pay me every episode. Aw. So. No, but that's how it works for most people. They get paid, you know, at, at intervals. Yeah, well, I want to get paid at interval of two times a day. No. No, it's like I work at my job every day, but I only get paid every other week. That's, you should quit. No, that's how it works everywhere. No, I Nobody want, will pay you. Most people won't pay you every day. I want food morning and night. Right, but what happens is every other week I get a, an amount of money that lets me have food every day. Yeah, well, I want, so, okay, so I get moist food morning and night, okay? <laughs> I don't feed you, I no, can't guarantee that. No, that's not the way we do it. Anyway, it's, it's no, wait, too bad that, hold on. Okay, what? Escape, you only do the podcast once a week anyway. Yeah. So you would only get moist food when you do the podcast. So I only get to eat once a week. Moist food? You have other food. Yeah, but moist food is better. Whatever. We should talk about that episode that we listened to, because it was great. It was great. Um, I was going to say it's too bad that Charles wasn't on it, that he was out of town uh, when they went looking for him, because it would have been nice to... To hear from him because mm-hmm. he's been injured and we haven't been able to hear from him in a while. Yeah. But unfortunately, he was not, uh, he, he was out of town for Christmas, I guess, which is, you know, understandable. I, I wonder how he did that. I thought he was in the hospital. No, no, this was from before, remember? Oh, right. This You're was, just this saying you wanted to hear his voice. You know, yeah, I'm not him. saying, I, I'm not saying I, I'm, he's not going to be magically better. That would make no sense. That would be quite a Christmas miracle. It would. And, and then th- we wouldn't have to raise money to help him. If Santa is listening to this and wants to give us a Christmas miracle in August. I don't think he does that. Jordan, you've already proven that Santa Claus is not real. Yeah, I mean, I didn't prove it. I admitted it so okay well uh speaking of charles uh and the fact that he's injured uh we are feeling bad for him right yes and um we asked people to donate money to help his medical bills and we got a letter responding to that so uh i will read this letter uh it says um dear jordan i want to make a sizable donation to the cause you so honorably mentioned on your show on one condition i get to name the foundation i pledge and then she now she says how much she pledges here. I I'm not I don't think we should read it. No, I don't think that's appropriate. That's not appropriate. It's, it's a, a large it's amount. a lot of money. That's awesome. Is there any way I could get a cut of this money? Rory. What? I'm just because I need Charles needs help. Yes. And he needs help more than I do. Yes. So that's why he should get more of it than I do. But I also need help. No, she's donating money to a very specific fund for a very specific cause. You can't just take money out of it. But I need uh, You're, Anyway, that's horrible. let's move on. The point is, she pledges this number, it's very high, to the uh, the Charles Advocacy Society of Kin. Uh, I couldn't, I was trying to think of an, a Charles acronym, I couldn't think of one, but she's got, this is a good one. So it'll be- That's um, very nice. Kin, yes. is, kin is a nice uh, sentiment. Yeah, because we're all- like, We're all friends, but it's more than that. It's, yes. We're kinship, kind of a family. A yes. kinship of radio. Um, the Charles Advocate Society, Advocacy Society of Kin, so that's like, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's the C-A-S-K, so the that's C-A-S-K. fine. The C-A-S-K. The C-A-S-K. That's and, easy. Uh, anybody who wants to donate, please do. Charles needs the help. If you if you are living in Binghamton, I know some of our listeners live in Binghamton. Charles needs your help. He probably won't admit it, um, but just if he is, if you let him know that you're there for him, help him with simple things like you know, like putting food into his mouth from his plate. He needs that kind of help. That's how basic it is, and he won't admit it. I'm sure, should we acknowledge who sent this? Oh, I'm and, sorry. Did I not say? Because I'm sure she's Angela Schwartz. Him. This is Angela Schwartz, um, formerly known as Angela Simon. Changed her name to uh, escape the authorities. No, changed her name to escape. Single, being single. Being single. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Angela. 
I'm sure Charles will appreciate this. Hopefully someday we will be able to have him on the podcast again and hear how he feels about it. That's really generous. That's super generous. That's more generous than the listeners know because they don't know how much it is. But thank you very much. So, all right. Uh, what else we got? Um, as I look for the next letter, uh, please write into us at, um, what's the? Cast and Wax. Cast and Wax at gmail.com. I got distracted. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You did a, a good thing this week that I suggested. What thing? You, you, your website is wax-work.com. Oh, yeah, that. And yeah, that's true. I thought it would be a good idea since this is cast and wax and it's cast and wax at gmail.com in case people are accidentally going to cast and wax.com. Uh, yeah, I, I bought cast and wax.com. So cast and wax.com redirects you right to waxwork.com, wax hyphen work.com, whatever you want to say. So you can just tell people go to cast and wax.com if you want to. But cast and wax gmail.com. Okay, uh, here's a letter. Um, if you could, uh, read this for me, Lynn. Sure. Dear Mr. White, I am glad that you are back home and no longer subject to kidnapping. However, I am a little concerned by something else. You see, my daughter Sally, a big fan of yours, set off with a troop of her fellow Girl Scouts to find you. However, while you have been found, she is still off somewhere. Do you know where she is? A concerned father, Rochester Adams. Okay, thank you. Um, Mr. Adams, I, I got that voice letter... From her last week, I have not seen her. You know, she said she was going to be tracking me. Lynn, did you hear about this, the Girl Scout who went looking for me? Yeah, yeah. Rory suggested that she was not going to come out because I called the police. Yes, and it's not good. As long as you're working with the police, she's not going to be found. Jordan, I'd be more concerned. I I was thinking it would be bad if she came over and then the police came here and they found, like, you alone with some little girl. Well, why would that be bad? I would not have done anything. Yeah, it's weird. No, it's not weird. Okay, first of all, it's not weird because they know about the situation. They know she's missing. Mm -hmm. So they have looked here for her. They have not found her. Maybe she's been missing here. What? Maybe you've been keeping her somewhere. Why would they think that? Because they'd come over and they'd find her here. But she would not say, he's had me the whole time. What? Because she'd be afraid you'd do something to her. She might say that as a cover story. Right. No, I don't know. This is not... Okay, what kind of covert Girl Scouts are you people familiar with? Because this is not... I just remember them selling cookies. I never said anything about covert. I'm just thinking that it might look bad for you. Well, it would look bad because it would be a frame-up. Right. By the girls. Right. She'd come over... And then she might even say, she might say that you've been doing bad things to her. That's, that's covert. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's not in the sense that they're like crazy CIA trained ninjas, but more in the sense that they're just, you know. That's a side thing. Okay, sure. No, they're not crazy CIA trained ninjas. Girl Scout is not a, a part of the CIA. So you didn't call Patsy? No, because why would I? This is not, I've never heard this rumor before. Where have you been? Where have I been here? Well, I was kidnapped for a little while, but Hold only for on. like a couple weeks. What? Have you been buying their cookies this whole time? I... I've bought some. I I mean, I don't like the ones with coconut on them because I don't like coconut, really. Oh, those are good. But I like the peanut butter ones. But, Rory. Yes? Are you hearing this? I am hearing this, yes. He bought their cookies. What does that mean? You're part of it now. What part of what? You've been funding them. Funding the Girl Scouts? And yes. eating their cookies. What? Which is, you said they were good. I don't buy them. I've eaten one or two, I will admit. But if you eat them on a regular basis, listen. What? They have small trace amounts of a drug that makes you forget that you saw them be crazy ninjas. I didn't see them be crazy ninjas. Because you've been eating their cookies no. this whole time. What? No. That that doesn't make sense. I'm saying I don't I never saw them in the first place to forget. Rory, tell me you know about this. Of course. Look, Jordan, you think you have not seen them to forget because you've forgotten. Do you understand? It's it, you don't think that you've forgotten because you've forgotten that you've forgotten. Okay. So so you're saying can we Okay. I'm calling Patsy. 
Oh, yeah, this is uh, Patsy Kennedy. Yeah, Patsy, it is Jordan D. White. Yes, what is? I, I know. I have caller ID. Oh, okay, good. Well, okay, I uh, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, I figured. That. And um, we are. Th- Rory is telling me, and and Lynn is here. Hi, Patsy. Hello. They're telling me about. The Girl Scouts, the CIA group, the Girl Scouts. D- okay, this is where I. This is what's news to me. I thought they were a for children. They are for children, yes, because they have to get children involved in the CIA. How else are you going to get CIA members if you don't get children? I thought adults joined the CIA. Adults that were Girl Scouts. What? What are you talking about? Wait, so the CIA is all girls? No, no, there were boys in the Girl Scouts. Boy Scouts, Patsy. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're called that. Well, yeah, who is, but they don't sell cookies. So yeah, no, but uh, but. Patsy, tell them about the Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies, everybody knows you can't eat those things. They they will erase your memory. I'm not telling you anything new, right? Well, you're, I, you're not them, I guess. You're telling me something new. You never heard this. No. Is that weird? Wait, you did you eat the cookies? Is that what happened? Yeah, he's eaten a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Because you're eating your cookies, you forget about... How can you not remember? They're so obvious about it, too. No, but that's the point, right? Because they, they just don't care if they show you their ninja skills because then they figure you're eating that box of cookies. That's what's happening. So if a Girl Scout is looking for me... That, are you? Is that happening? Is that what's going on with you? Yeah, he's in a bad place, Patsy. You're dead. You're not going to live. There is. I'm sorry. I was happy I knew you. Whoa, whoa. That's a little extreme, isn't it? What, what else are Girl Scouts good for if not killing people who are important like, like Jordan? Yeah, but what... I mean... I guess that's part of what I want to know from you is what do you think they want him for? To kill him. But why? What is he? He's not that important. Well, now he's playing a podcast revealing their secrets. Well, yeah, that's true. They'll probably kill you now. Listen, Patsy, they um they sent a message that had GPS tracking on it. You're toast. There's no that you you are you are dead. Look, uh, Jordan. Yes, Patsy. I want to let you know that I will be happy to take over your podcast if you if you die, if that's what you wish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah, I'm not going to die. And Devin and I are totally in line to take over if you No, dies. I said I'm not going to die. But if you do. Why would I die? Look, the Girl Scouts are not going to kill me. Well, now that you've done this podcast. Yeah, but that's your fault. Kill, kill Patsy Kennedy. Don't kill me. Well, that's not a nice thing. Don't believe it. Don't you kill Jordan, please. Wait, what? Is anybody going to defend me here? I, look... There's nothing I don't I don't think that we can do or you can do. All right. Well, Patsy, thank you for your informational help. Patsy, you must know a place that he could hide. You can't hide from the Girl Scouts. What are you no. talking about? No. Area 51. What? You can hide in Area 51? Well, that's where aliens hide, so I figure it's good for something. So you're saying there is a place he could hide? Area 51. You, Although it, now he can't hide there because it's broadcast. I already said it now. Plus, they're not going to let you in. When, look, we wouldn't go in the front door. We'd have to find a way to sneak him in. With a hot dog room, maybe. But look, the point is... You're dead. So it was nice knowing you. Thank you for calling me. Oh, you're welcome. All right, I'm gonna go. So I'll talk to you later. Well, apparently not. Okay. Um. So that was Patsy Kennedy. Thank you for the information. Um. Do you believe us now? Well, I mean, this would be a pretty elaborate joke if you were joking. I have no reason to joke about your death. Yes, and and we didn't actually want you to die, but you know, if you've been mocked. Oh, can we, we got more emails. Yeah, and I, I think I'd actually like to wrap up the podcast pretty soon so I cannot be here when the Girl Scouts get here. Fine, great. Uh, I'll read this next one. Um, this one is from, uh, oh, it's from uh, Scapes Rock School. Oh, God. It, can you, what, what do you, because you suspect what it's about? Yeah, it's about my faces. Everybody's like, Hey, Scapey, did you do your faces? Scape, you opted into this, and then you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. I, I tried. How? By thinking by, about it. And my dad got kidnapped, so... Yeah, and now he's back and could have been helping you this whole time. Well, he could have. But... So you're going to blame me? No, I'm saying you got kidnapped. 
and then we couldn't do it. And what happened was, if on the day that you got kidnapped, I was like ready. I was like, I got the whole thing in my in my mind. Let's record it. And then you got kidnapped, and then you were gone for like two weeks. And I was like, I forgot it. So now I'm trying to remember how it goes. That's all. That's not the story you've been telling us. The truth is revealed. That's what really is happening. Uh, well, all right. Let me read you the letter quick. Dear Scape, I want to send my warmest wishes to find your father and help him recover from his trauma. Despite the circumstances, I can only do so much to accommodate an extension on your thesis and wanted to inform you of the options at this juncture. You are currently enrolled in the advanced third year rock studies, which is contingent on the completion of your thesis. If you intend to complete your thesis on time, you should submit it as soon as possible in order to maintain the schedule, but no later than the course ad drop deadline of September 7th. As you know, classes begin on August 29th. You may choose to withdraw from this thesis course and be placed instead on the normal track third year class, which puts you back into a four-year completion cycle. You may also withdraw from the school for a semester in order to handle your family affairs. When you return, you can either submit your thesis at that time and continue on the advanced track, or decide to matriculate into the normal track. If you decide to withdraw from your thesis course or the school, you must notify me by August 20th. I hope this helps you negotiate your family and personal health needs as well as your studies. I look forward to hearing from you. Warm regards. Dr. Rock, sorry I got a little yawny in there. It was a boring letter. Was that boring? Yes. That's what I said! It's boring to read letters, so... I didn't listen. No, Scape, th- you are a jerk. They said you either you have to finish your thesis by the end of the summer, you have to finish it by September 7th, or you can drop out of school for a semester, or you can go back onto the four-year track. Okay. So, which one do you want to do? Well, like one of them. It, do- I, it doesn't matter which one I do. It does, because you have to decide, probably by the 20th. I will think about it by the 20th, then. You are... Ridiculous, right? Steve, I mean, like... <sighs> it's the it's the sixth, so you don't have that long. Look, and I think you can narrow down your options. There's no reason to withdraw from school. Why not? Why would you? Because he doesn't want to do any of the work, and he'll flunk out otherwise. So then just drop out of school entirely. Why? Because you're not doing the work. But I could. So why don't you do it? I'm gonna. Okay, so then there's no reason to withdraw for a semester. Okay. Okay, so now your options are drop out of thesis and go back to a four-year school, or... Or... <laughs> Do your thesis. Oh. So which one do you want to do? Oh, I'll probably do it. Whatever. Probably. Yeah, I know. He's curled up and napping on the chair. I am tired. Okay, tell you what. I will think about it. That's all you do is think about it. I'm going to spin you again. No. Oh. Stop it. I'm a fun. I'm going to bite you. Don't bite me. You could write your thesis instead. Well... He could. Uh, we got one more letter. Uh, Lynn, if you could read this letter for us. Sure thing. Dear Mr. White and Co., I just wanted to thank you all for throwing suspicion off of me for that murder I committed. Alan Thomas sure deserved it, though. Anyway, I just want to show my appreciation to you guys. Don't read this on the podcast. Sincerely, Franklin Shandy. Uh, what? Wait, did it say don't read this on the podcast? Yeah, but too late. I... No, you changed it. It says don't read this on the Lodcast. I, oh, I thought it was a typo that I should fix. In oh, brain. that makes more sense. Yes. I was just not going to read it on What's the Lodcast. What's a Lodcast? I don't have one. So I was like, who's Franklin Shandy? I have no idea. That's weird. So he also committed murder of an Alan Thomas? Maybe that's the Frank. Oh, no, you said that Frank Allen was the Frank. I said I thought Frank Allen was the Frank. Well, you convinced me. I thought he was. I think he still might be. So then who's this guy? If it goes with my theory... That's Frank Allen writing in as some other Frank. Whoa, whoa, going, whoa. Going, so hey, saying, I'm another Frank who did it. That doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing he did with me when he accused me of murder no, to take suspicion off of him. No, it's nothing like that because he said he was Frank Allen. But the whole point was he was trying to throw suspicion off of himself. I, this sounds like a different person to me. Well, I think we should find out. How are we going to find out? I don't know. Ooh, let me guess. Are we going to investigate whether his name is Frank? 
Thank you very much. You are so stupid. What? Well, we, he says his name is Franklin, so... Yeah, anybody can write anything. I could write in and say my name was Franklin. That would prove you're the murderer. No, it wouldn't. Why did you bring it up then? That was his whole thing was maybe your name is Frank. Because my point is anybody can just say their name is Frank, but their name isn't necessarily Frank. The police are going to hear this. They're going to hear that you said your name could be Frank. You think the police do the stupidest things, Rory. The police sometimes do stupid things. Sometimes, but not as stupid as saying, oh, she said she could say her name was Frank. She must be Frank. Why would you even say, I don't understand why you would even say that when that was his whole thing the whole time, is that you could be Frank. That was pretty foolish. It's pretty foolish to accuse me of being Frank. But now you've corroborated it. No, I'm saying I could say, oh, my name is Frank. That is what I'm saying. But it would not be true. Well, nobody would, nobody's saying that your name is secretly truly Frank, but if you're known as Frank... I'm not known as Frank. But you could say that you were. You just said that. No, but even if I just said it, it wouldn't mean that I was known as Frank. Franklin Shandy. Does this name mean anything to you? No. Well, apparently, he killed Alan Thomas. So it looks like it wasn't Frank Allen. No, why would somebody write in and say, I did it? Because we were distracted, because we were making it sound like it was Frank Allen. Uh-huh. So he was like, thank you. But why would he admit it, though? Why wouldn't he just sit? Well, he didn't want us to read it on the podcast. He was just admitting it to us. We're yeah, not going to tell. What makes him think we're not going to go, oh, police? Well, we wouldn't have if he hadn't, if we hadn't read it out. I long. would have. Oh, well, that's not nice. You're not a very upstanding citizen. They asked us not to. If somebody writes in, it's like it's like a priest with a confessional. No, it's not. That's basically what happens. It's with, like with a podcast. If you write in with an email and you say don't, re that's why we didn't read how much Angela donated. No, that was out of the goodness of your heart. You could have. Oh, that would have been rude. Like yes. giving her financial information. But if she wrote in and said I murdered somebody, it's not rude to say okay, well you have to be brought to justice. If for she that. says don't read this on the podcast, you had me read that first of all. I didn't. I because I was I was confused. I thought it said Lodcast. Okay, that's well, it did stupid. say Lodcast actually. Yes, but it was. A typo, obviously. It wasn't that obvious. Yeah, it was obvious enough that I just fixed it when I was reading well, it. Well, you are intuitive in a way that I'm not. Okay, thank you. But That's I, true. What if, you, if you're following my intuition, my feeling is one of two things has just happened. We have discovered a Frank who actually is an accomplice to the murder. That sounds likely. Which may or may not preclude Frank Allen also being an accomplice to the murder. He would have said Frank and Frank. There's not going to be two Franks. Maybe not. Maybe we found somebody else. Who is the Frank? Or maybe it's Frank Allen writing in, trying to throw suspicion off of himself. I, that doesn't sound... W wouldn't he pick a better name than Frank? No, the whole point is that it's a Frank. Oh, it yeah. needs to be a Frank. Right, 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 right. right. Ugh. Police, I know there are some police that listen. If you, you know, use your own investigative skills and intuition, see what you want to do, you have the evidence. This sounds like an open and shut case to me. Clearly, Franklin Shanley did it. I, I, I think it's revenge that you're seeking now. It sounds like you're spiteful and vengeful. Does it, does it sound like that at all? Yes, that's why I just said it. So. I have no revenge left in my heart for Frank Allen. As I said, I have point, quite a bit. As I said, my point was, well, I'm glad you finally came around because I've been hating him very hard for like Well, now apparently you don't hate him and I do. No, you're right because I got over it. And as I said earlier, I, I was not bringing this up to necessarily pursue a case against him. I have no you know, desire to make his life miserable. I just wanted other people to notice the obvious that I saw. Well, that seems, uh, I don't know, ma'am. I don't know. It sounds to me like this Franklin Shandy is probably the guy that we're looking for. Who is he? I, the guy who killed Alan Thomas. He's, oh, how do you even know that's a real person? Alan Thomas? We, Franklin Shandy. Oh, because it says his name at the bottom of the letter, though. You could write anybody's name at the bottom of any letter. There's usually already a name at the bottom of a letter. You could write me an email and sign it Franklin Shandy if you want. Then you would think I killed someone. Yes. I'm not going to do that. No, you're not, because no one suspects you of murder already, but maybe Frank Allen would. Wait, 
So Frank Allen is going to say, someone suspects me of murder. Let me pose as a murderer. That makes no yes. sense. That makes no sense. Because then we will suspect him of murder. We'll suspect Franklin Shandy of murder. That's his goal. Yeah, but if Frank Allen is pretending to be Franklin Shandy, we're going to suspect him of murder. Only if we realize that he's pretending to do it, which is what I am saying. So now you suspect Frank Allen of murder. Yes. So then it was a really bad plan. That would not be something he would be... It was a bad plan. He's not a smart person. Then, then why would he do that? Because he's not a smart person. That does not make any sense. Do you think he's smart? He has done some smart things. Like what? He has a show that people watch. Is that smart? Well, I don't have a show that people watch. You have a show people listen to. That's not as good as watch. Why? Because it uses your eyes and your ears at the same time. That's ridiculous. Look, all that's the- scape logic. That's not scape logic. If it was scape logic, that would be brilliant logic. But it's not, so but it isn't. Not. Look, okay- what the point is? Sounds like it's Franklin Shandy. I don't know why we're still talking about it. He wrote in. He confessed to the crime. I was not supposed to read it because of the confessional nature of podcast emails. You mean podcast emails? Well, I didn't. I, that's what I thought it was. All right. Look. Um, Whatever. Let's move on. So, thank you for all listening to this. We should probably end the podcast. It's uh, Girl Scouts will be coming soon. And uh, castandwax at gmail dot com is our email address. Send us letters. Send us. Uh, Audio letters. Send without us, GPS tracking. Without please. GPS tracking, if you're if you're considering it. Um, also, I haven't gotten any karaoke versions of my Waxwork Theme F. Aww. So I guess I'm not going to be playing any. But if anybody does one, we can hear it on the podcast. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, send Christmas presents. Send Christmas presents to us at castingwaxgmail.com. And uh, ha- Merry Christmas, everybody. And I guess that's it. Um, all right, so I guess I'll leave you with a quickie uh, ukulele cover I did a little while ago uh, of James Kachalka Superstar song, Why is the Sky Blue? Sound good? Sounds great. Um, all right, till next episode, be seeing you. Bastard. I wonder and I ponder as I wonder over yonder. Why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? Why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? I meander with a bender. Take a gander, I caramba. Why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? Why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? Rum bum rum bum rum bum rum bum rum bum rum bum As I wander over yonder, why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? Why is the sky blue? Why am I blue? Rum bum 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 rum bum